0: to the audio road network it's time for questions from the audio road with kevin rutherford This show is all about the business of trucking we're live monday through friday midnight Midnight eastern Eastern. call 646-595-4967
1: Your Your taxes, taxes, your your truck, truck, and your road road to to success in the trucking trucking industry.
2: This This is Trucking trucking Business and Beyond, The the show that puts the money where it belongs,
1: back in your pocket.
3: Welcome to my world. I'm your host, Kevin Rutherford. The number to join us, 8888 Road Dog. We are here live. It is Tuesday, April 3rd. Pick up the phone and give me a call. 88, 88 Road Dog is the number. The website is Let'sTruck.com. The show is all about the business of trucking. We'll take your calls and answer your questions about trucks, money, fuel mileage, maintenance, tires, taxes, technology, health and fitness on the road, getting started as an owner-operator, finding freight, working with brokers, getting your authority, you name it. We'll talk about it. All you have to do is pick up the phone and call. We're going to get to those calls in just a little bit. You know, with everything going on in the industry, we've been talking about it for a while. Now it's nothing new. Um, the ELD mandate was a big change. We kind of eased into it back in December. Now it is basically fully enforced other than uh, a couple exceptions. It's tightened up the freight market already. Um, Certainly had an impact. It probably wasn't 100% of what's going on. The economy seems to be doing pretty well. Freight's picking up with limited capacity. The market's getting tight. That's a good thing. Rates are going up. We'll see whether or not full enforcement has an even bigger impact on it. We should know that within the next 30 days or so. But right now, the spot market is getting very hot again. It slowed down a little bit. We expect that at the beginning of the year. It was still um, significantly up over this time last year. But it looks like the spot market is really starting to heat up again. Um, heading into spring and summer, which is normal, but this is beyond normal right now so with all of that happening rates historically higher than i've ever seen them uh, the eld making changes to the industry what are you doing different that's the question i'd like to say the question for tonight but these hours go by so fast it's hard to build a theme we'll make it the question for the rest of the week What are you doing different in your business? Has anything changed your model? Are you thinking about making a change? I know one of the areas that would be really tempting, um, and I'm not a big fan of jumping carriers or making drastic changes, I believe that you... You get the basics down. You know your numbers. You operate your business solid. Once you have the basics and you've done everything you can do, then you can look at possibly changing the model. So I'm not a big fan of just randomly changing the way we do things and you know thinking that's going to make all the difference because it's really about how you run your business, how you handle the basics. Once you've got that down, you can go do just about anything. So with all that said, there are times in business when it does make sense to change. And if I've ever seen a time that you should at least consider change, now would be it. With the rates the way they are, the spot market heating up, the ELD mandate, the new technology available, With everything going on, with all the new opportunities, what are you doing different? Or what do you plan on doing different? Or what are you thinking about doing different? You're just afraid or you don't know what to do next. And I could certainly help you with that. If you want to change but you're stuck, you don't know how to change, you don't know what you should be doing, I can certainly help you with those things or any other questions you've got and I'm going to get right to the phones. Let's start off in Tennessee. Matt, welcome to the program.
4: Oh, good evening, Kevin. What's on your mind I don't tonight? know if I really have a health health question for you or what it is but uh, ever since last uh, Thursday I've been really sick to my stomach and getting headaches <laughs> It all started when I got an email from my CPA. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, this this probably is not a health question. <laughs> uh, uh, you you I, have uh, you have the last IRS year ended up being a
4: pretty good year. You, you have the IRS. Floor. I knew it was going to owe something.
3: Yeah. <laughs> so. Um, how bad but, was uh, the damage?
4: Well, the, about five grand, which isn't really horrible until I added up everything that I paid in throughout the year right. and everything withheld out of my wife's check. And, out of full disclosure, I included both halves of her uh, uh, payroll tax. Yeah. But yeah, between me and my wife the government confiscated $33,000
3: oh,
4: on our behalf oh, for our labor.
3: Oh. I you know when I talk to people about taxes and and they think well, you know, taxes are fine, they're fair, you know, I don't care how much the rich people have to pay. We're not talking about rich people. We're talking about average people that give up $30,000 of their money to the government. I, I, that is insane to me.
4: Yeah. Yeah, and I mean, I'm pretty transparent. It's uh, Our total taxable income was
3: $124,000. So that puts so that, you... It comes out to what? like 26.6. That's state and federal. Yeah, and Social Security and Medicare and all the other things they hit us up with. Yep. So, you know that that wage puts you above average. There's no question, even for you know a married couple combined income, but it's still not enough that you should have to give up that much of it to taxes. There's just something broken in our system. Yep. You and
4: know, I have made
3: some major changes already for
4: this year, so. It, I, I'll improve the situation alone and then with the tax law changes it. <laughs> I, I'm feeling better for 2018 tax season.
3: But <laughs> Yeah, yeah, Eight, 18's uh, looking a little didn't better. Didn't help this year. You know, our, our economy, you know, I look at something like that and and, you know, you want to complain about how much tax that is because something's broke if one couple has to pay that much. Something's broke. But then on the other hand, I I watched a documentary today, and it was about, um, you're familiar with this area, Immokalee, Florida. I guess they grow a lot of tomatoes in Immokalee. And the farm workers are organizing. And when I heard what they were organizing for, I thought, that's it? But when you see the numbers, it's crazy. All they want, they want to get paid one more penny per pound. For the tomatoes they pick. That's it. Yep. Just one penny. And I thought, really? Uh, I, I, but here's how much they make now per pound. <laughs> one penny. So technically they're asking for a hundred percent raise. But that's insane that we have people working for those kind of wages. I mean it's not even slave labor. Uh, they don't pay they're not getting paid enough <laughs> to be a slave. It, it, you want to learn more just about that
4: area and that whole situation? There's a book called Tomato Land. And it it, it really is slave trade. I mean, what goes on in
3: some of that stuff? It is. In, That's the only term to really put on it. You know, and <laughs> we all have to look at ourselves. And, and, you know, I've certainly changed this. I know you have too. Uh, I don't buy cheap food anymore. You know, people You can make fun nope. kind of Whole Foods all you want and their prices, but when you look at the way that company was run and the way their employees were paid, and, you know, it's a whole lot better than, you know, the other big grocery chains that – and the reason I bring that up is because it's the grocery chains that set the prices. That That's one of those industries that there's only a couple of big players nationwide – And between grocery stores and fast food restaurants, think how big McDonald's is, they make the market in the food supply system. They're the ones that set the price, and that's unusual that we've allowed business to get that far out of whack where it's the grocery store setting food prices.
4: Yeah, well, I believe it's McDonald's is the, if it's US, oh, I know it's U S for sure, but it might even be the, the world's largest buyer of chicken,
3: yeah. of beef, and of potatoes. Yeah. When when if they decide that it's they're a, going to introduce, the thing, yeah. <laughs> If they decide they're going to introduce a new product, they have to be careful. They shift world food supplies when they introduce a new product. So I don't know. We've just got a yeah. Uh, we've got a screwed up food system. Uh, um I'm awed by it, how big it is, but uh, I'm sad at how horribly it really is run for the consumer and for the workers really. I've got to get to a break when we come back we get to more of your calls and questions. Kevin Rothford.
5: that wants to take control of your own destiny and have the freedom to make the choices that affect you and your loved ones every day? If the answer is yes, then a stop holding the steering wheel audio program was designed for you. In this one-of-a-kind audio program, Kevin Rutherford reveals the secrets to running a successful trucking business, taking the plunge to owner-operator, finding and negotiating for a new truck, and managing money once you earn it. Are you willing to do the hard work? It's time to stop holding the steering wheel and start driving your business. Order your copy today and create the business you've always wanted. Visit our online store at Let'sTruck.com or call our Tribe Care team at 855-800-FUEL. That's
1: 855-800-3835. Hey, Hey, world listener, what is is your profit profit per per mile? mile? How How about about your cost per mile or even even your bottom bottom line?
3: Stop driving blind and know your numbers. numbers. Profit Gages is absolutely
1: simple bookkeeping specifically for owner-operators. Have instant access to business and tax reports that will help you increase your profits and keep your money in your pocket where it belongs. Sign up for Profit Gages today and take advantage of our 30-day free trial know your numbers, numbers and master the journey, journey. visit our, our website, website at letstruck.com or call our tri care, care team at 855-800-FUEL 800-FUEL. that's 855-800-3835
6: did you know that 35 percent of fuel economy can be attributed to your driving habits Use the ScanGauge KR to maximize your driving efficiency. The ScanGauge KR has built-in and programmable digital gauges that allow you to read instant fuel mileage, average fuel economy, and dozens more gauges as you drive. Get to know your truck and learn how you can improve your fuel cost and keep your money in your pocket where it belongs. Drive smarter and master the journey. Get yours today at Lettruck.com or call our TriCare team at 855 fuel That's That's 855-800-3835.
7: fuel gauges help you master the journey. Visit our website at letstruck.com or call Tribe Care Team at 855-800-FUEL That's 855-800-3835
3: back. I'm Kevin Rutherford. The number to join us. 8888 Road Dog. We're going to get right back to the phone calls. We're off to California this time. Sarah, welcome to the program.
8: Hey, Kevin. Um, I got a question. Four years ago when we signed the papers on this truck, I listed the value for the physical damage at what we paid for the truck. And reduce our uh, premium every year, I would call back into the insurance company and just change the value to what was left in the payment book. Okay. But now that we don't have anything left in the payment book um, I'm not sure what to list the value at and I don't want to keep paying a premium on a value higher than they're going to give me back. We tried um, truckpaper.com put in our year make and model but it didn't spit out anything close to what we have. So I'm not sure how to assess the value.
3: Yeah. So there is a, uh, I think Kelly has a black book that is the same as the blue book, but I believe the black book is for trucks, commercial vehicles. So you might want to try, um, do a Google search for, I believe it's Kelly black book um, or just do it. You know, Kelly commercial vehicle valuation You'll come up with it. That's one way. Um, I, I'm shocked that you weren't able to get something out of truck paper, though. I mean, you, you it's not like you have a really common was, truck, but you've got, you know, other than a couple spec issues, you've got a truck that's pretty common. Yeah, I put in
8: a 2015 Freightliner Cascadia, and it wasn't spitting out even the same year.
3: Okay, so what you do is go to truckpaper.com, and on that front page, and their site is not well designed, but you'll see a um, – it'll be a detailed search. You'll see a link for detailed search. Okay. Uh, let me see where I find that. Uh, yeah, their, their site's a mess. Um, So under uh, heavy-duty trucks, and then in tiny little text, there's a link there that says detailed search. So you, you click on that link. Then you can get really, really specific. Like you can narrow down to mileage between this and this, year between this and this, or just this year. You can put transmission type, engine type, everything you can imagine, and that way you'll get trucks that are virtually identical. And, again, because it's not, you know, an odd year or model, you should be able to come up with dozens or hundreds of comparable trucks.
7: Okay.
8: I'll try that, and I'll try the Kelly Black Book. Thanks a lot.
3: You're welcome. Thanks for the call. Let me know how that works, by the way. Let's go to New Mexico. Brandon, welcome to the program. Good morning, Kevin. What's on your mind? Hey, so I run
0: I run some really desolate areas of the West Coast, and I was wondering, is, is there any good product to help boost cell phone signal? Like, I blew a tire a couple weeks ago in the middle of nowhere and it took me four hours to get a truck because I didn't have service.
3: Yeah, there there are some things that are going to boost you when you're on the margins, um, but not that much. If you're in a dead zone, the odds are that the external antennas and, and amplifiers, you may still be in a dead zone. So it's one of those things that you could spend the money and still find yourself in that situation again, uh, or... If you were borderline, if you were right on the edge, these antennas will pull more in. I have, um, I have a, a, a router uh, in my coach because I use so much technology when I'm traveling to do the show and work and do the classes that I do. So I've got a router that takes four air cards. So I have two from Verizon, two from AT&T. Uh, it combines their signals, and I mounted external antennas up on the uh, you know, on the top outside of the coach. So there are times um, on this trip when I first took off, I parked out in the desert in Moab, and I had no cell phone signal, but I could actually make Skype calls. Through oh, you're my... never
0: going to get signal through Moab?
3: Yeah, well, actually, with the external antennas... That's, that's
0: right
9: where I run through.
3: Do you? Okay. And so you know that right there in town you've got a good signal... You get south of town, and I was south of town, and then I parked out in the desert. Uh, I had no cell phone, but because I had the external antennas and the amplifier, I was able to get um, a a Wi-Fi signal, a 4G signal, and I could make uh, Skype calls. So it, it can work when you're right on the very edge. Uh, but there are other times where there's just not a there isn't a signal reaching that area um i just looked down and you're gone off the board um i haven't done enough testing to know you know whose products work better um installing them sometimes on a vehicle actually gets a little tricky getting the right placement of the outside antennas uh, I know Wilson. Um, I worked with Wilson many years back. They do a lot of uh, cell phone antennas and, and amplifiers. I have another one uh, company that was wanting me to test their products, and they, I've never installed them, so I didn't get to test those. So I can tell you that if you run those remote areas, it can be worth it. There are times when it can help. There are times when it's not going to help but I don't have an absolute recommendation on which uh, which product or which company to use. Let's go to Tennessee. Barry, welcome to the program.
2: Hey, Kevin. Thanks for taking my call. I, you were asking about uh, what people might be doing different with this year, and one of the things I'm looking to do is upgrade my truck I've, uh, I currently have a, an international 9200 SBA. It's got a Cummins M11 in it. And I've, uh, spent quite a bit of money having it overhauled and different things like that. And I'm pulling a six car trailer with it. <clears throat> but I'm looking to upgrade to a 10 car. And most of the ones that I see that I like have got the CAT engines in them. And I've been seeing a lot of CAT. Uh, C12 engines, and I was kind of wondering what your take on those were.
3: i like the C12. Uh, I have a C13 in my coach that I'm not wild about because it's an A-cert, uh, but I like the pre-emission okay. C12, and I like the pre a You know, the C12 I thought was a great engine. It's rock solid. It gets better fuel economy okay. than most cats do. Um, it pulls great. I, I just think that's an all-around good engine. Okay, so you think it would work on a 10 car? It oh, I, wouldn't be underpowered or I, Well, let let let's think about this for a second cuz I know we we've, we've gotten into this mindset that a 12 liter must be a small engine. But the most popular uh-huh. diesel engine on the road for the last couple of decades was the Series 60, which is a 12 liter engine. But for some reason we don't think of sure. the Series 60 as a small engine, but we think of a Cat C12 as a small engine. They're virtually the same size.
2: Yeah, and the horsepower rating on this one was, it was, uh, I think, a 445. Which... And what I've got now, I'd had it, yeah, I'd had it increased to the, 330, but this M11, it, it's not... I That the it's C12
3: the C12 will will run circles around that M11 it's not even close that those two engines shouldn't even be mentioned in the same sentence and that that C12 okay. is is putting out that kind of horsepower and torque stock it's not difficult to get 6 no. to 700 horsepower out of that engine with just tuning oh okay I had looked on the Pittsburgh Power website, and it looked like they
2: had some stuff for that C12. Yes. And I know I, I had no luck at all finding anything for the M11. And I've heard you talk of it before and that there's really not much that can be done.
3: Yeah, the I, I, when I was running 11-liter Detroits, which was my favorite engine of all time, and they stopped making it, I really wanted to stick with an 11-liter but the eleven liters on the market, I just I looked really long and hard at the M eleven and decided there was just no way that was gonna do what I wanted it to do. And um, so I went to the twelve seven because again, a cat C twelve same size. It's not really a smaller engine by yeah. any any stretch. So I think you will love the C twelve. You will have more power than you know what to do with. I've got to get to a break. We've got more stuff right around the corner. If you dial right now, you should be able to grab an open line. Keep dialing. It's always a little easier to get through as we get closer to the end of the hour. We'll be right back. Stick around. Kevin Rothenberg.
1: Hey, Audio Road, Road listener, what is your profit per, per mile? mile? How, How about, about your cost per mile or even, even your bottom line? Stop driving blind and know your numbers. numbers. Profit Gages is absolutely simple bookkeeping specifically for owner-operators. Have an access to business and tax reports that will help you increase your profits and keep your money in your pocket where it belongs. Sign up for Profit Gages today and take advantage of our 30-day free trial know Know your numbers numbers, and master the journey visit our our website website at letstruck.com or call our drive care team at 855-800-FUEL that's 855-800-3835
6: did you know that 35 percent of fuel economy can be attributed to your driving habits
7: Use the ScanGauge KR to maximize your driving efficiency. The ScanGauge KR has built-in and programmable digital
6: gauges that allow you to read instant fuel mileage, average fuel economy, and dozens more gauges as you drive. Get to know your truck and learn how you can improve your fuel cost and keep your money in your pocket where it belongs. Drive smarter and master the journey. Get yours today at Lettruck.com or call our truck care team at 855-800-FUEL. That's 855-800-3835. 3835
7: Let Fuel Gauges help you master the journey. Visit our website at letstruck.com or call Tribe Care Team at 855-800-FUEL. That's 855-800-3835.
5: Are you a driver that wants to take control of your own destiny and have the freedom to make the choices that affect you
7: and your loved ones every day? If the answer is yes
5: that a Stop Holding the Steering
6: Wheel audio program was designed for you. In this
5: one-of-a-kind audio program, Kevin Rutherford reveals the secrets to running a successful trucking business, taking the plunge to an owner-operator, finding and negotiating for a new truck, and managing money once you earn it. Are you willing to do the hard work? It's time to Stop Holding the Steering Wheel and Start Driving Your Business. Order your copy today and create the business you always wanted. Visit our online store at Letstruck.com or call our tribe care team at 855-800-FUEL. That's 855
10: 3835 Hey, have you heard? We, we have, have an app, app to make, make listening to our shows easier than ever.
3: ever. It's, it's free, free, it's simple, simple it does, does one thing, and it does, does it really well. Download the app, open, app, open it, and listen, listen to our shows. The Power, Power Hour, Questions from the Road, Destination Health, Health and more. Listen live, listen, live, listen at any time, and never, and never miss a, a show again. again. To, to find, find it, it, search your app store for Audio Road. Road. One, one word, that's Audio Road. Road. It's one more way, way. we help you, you master the journey. journey. Welcome back. I'm Kevin Rutherford, the number to join us, 8888 Road Dog. Pick up the phone, give me a call. I'm going to get back to those calls right now. We're off to Indiana. David, welcome to the program.
0: Hello, Kevin. How are you
3: tonight? Good. What can I help you with?
0: A couple things real quick. Uh, The caller that was talking about cell phone signal, uh, I don't know if it would work for him. I do a lot of mountains on the East and West Coast, I've actually got a Verizon Jetpack mobile Wi-Fi hotspot in my truck. And I just keep my cell phone on Wi-Fi and Wi-Fi calling. And I'm able to use my phone in 99% of everywhere I go. Uh, so I don't know, maybe that would be something that would be useful for him. But he... my question is about the keto diet okay. uh, that you have on uh, the Let's Truck let's truck website. Uh, I had lost my CDL a couple of years ago because of weight and wanted to get back into driving, uh, started doing the typical thing, you know, watching the calories, doing the calorie deficit, uh, doing a lot of cardio work. Now it was a lot of work, but I was able to lose about 50 pounds, got my CDL back. Now I'm back out on the road, but the challenge is, is keeping the weight off. I do all my own cooking inside the truck, uh, grocery shopping, all that. And I've just saw the keto diet on your website and I just, I've never heard of it. So I was wondering if I can get some information
3: on that. Got it. Okay, boy, where do I start? Um, there, there's, uh, so just to kind of give you the history of how I came to this, I, I've always had a pretty solid background in nutrition and training. I grew up wrestling, which was very, you know, weight sensitive. And I coached high school wrestling for years. My first business was a gym. Um, But when my caller started asking me several years back about, you know, why I didn't talk more about health with drivers, because it was so important and so many drivers needed help. And I said, well, you know, I won't talk about something on the air until I really know a lot about it. I'm not just going to repeat the same old stuff we've been hearing for decades because obviously it's not working. So I committed to read the top 100 new books on health and nutrition before I started talking about it on the show. So I did. I read over 100 books in nine months. And those books led me to a, a course that I took, a nutritional therapy course, where I, I really learned about food the way we should know about food. And we have gotten so off track with the way we eat in this country that it's no wonder we look around we have all the problems and they just continue to get worse. Our kids are um, very unhealthy today. And it all comes down to what we eat. And, you know, you mentioned counting calories, calorie deficit, and exercising. Throw out all three ideas, they don't work. They just don't. I mean, you can white-knuckle your way to that 50-pound weight loss, but now you're struggling to keep it off. And I can promise you it won't work. Nobody has... We've been told, well, it's willpower. No, it's not. It, It is a much, much stronger drive and urge. Your body hunger is a survival mechanism. Without hunger, we die. There is no stronger survival mechanism in your body other than than hunger. The problem is our body is hungry for one reason, not to get Doritos. It's hungry to get nutrition. But if we fail to give it the nutrition it needs, the hunger will never go away. That's why we overeat. That's why that and some hormone issues with insulin, which I'll talk about as well, But primarily, it's the the hunger, the survival drive. And we don't give our body nutrition. We give it junk. And then we wonder why we eat and eat and eat and eat. And then we're told, well, if you can't stop eating, you're just weak. Well, that's just not true. So the real key is to start eating really nutritious food. The next problem is what we were told was nutritious and what we were told was bad for us was completely wrong. When we started down the low-fat road in the 70s, you can correlate almost all of our health problems today with a low-fat diet. Going low-fat was the worst thing we ever did for our health. So the keto diet, to kind of bring this all the way back around to the keto diet, keto itself is just a high-fat, moderate protein, not a lot of protein, um, very low-carb diet. So it does a couple things. One, it won't spike insulin. When we spike insulin, that's when our blood sugar gets out of control. That's when our appetite gets out of control. That's when we get inflammation. So the keto diet itself is, and to be keto, again, it just has to be high-fat, moderate protein, low-carb. And when I say high fat, when I'm in full keto mode, I am getting about 85% of my calories from fat for the day and about 10% from protein and 5% from carbohydrates. And that's no grains, no bread, no wheat, no pasta, no rice, no corn, uh, none of that. All the carbs come from vegetables. So that's keto. Keto. I, I, If you want to be really healthy, I like to take that one step further and kind of do a combined keto and paleo. If you've heard of paleo, it's like the caveman, hunter-gatherer. Uh, it's just real food. It, it's the way we ate for thousands or tens of thousands of years, and we didn't have all these diseases, and nobody was overweight. Because we ate real food. And when you eat real food and you don't try to limit your fat, your appetite is satisfied. You get the nutrition and you just eat the way you should normally eat. Then the other thing people think is, well, exercise has to make you lose weight. No, it doesn't have to. And in the long run, it doesn't work. That many, many studies have shown that the more calories you go burn off through exercise, the more you're going to eat. So it's going to balance itself out. I'm not saying exercise is bad, or you shouldn't do it. You should, but it shouldn't be your strategy for losing weight. Uh, I am able to maintain a completely normal body weight eating as much as I want. I'm never hungry. If I'm hungry, I just eat. And I there are months that go by where I do zero exercise. I have very little activity when I get busy. So... That's kind of a long answer, but that's keto in a nutshell. Um, and I just believe in a, a keto, paleo, real food diet, that that will solve your problems.
0: Okay. Now, with with the program that you have on your website, is there any kind of a, like a shopping list or meal there,
3: ideas yep. or in the truck? There there are cheat sheets in there that yeah. list like the top cuts of meat you should be looking for, the top vegetables, what kind of things to avoid. Um, yeah, there are, there are lots of resources in that course. It'll teach you exactly how to get started with keto. You know, if you do some research, you're going to hear something called the keto flu. So what happens when when you go into yeah. ketosis is that the average person is burning sugar for energy. That That's what we burn for energy. We're not made that way. As human beings, we are supposed to burn fat for energy. But your body will always burn the sugar first, and we give our body so much sugar. Uh, all carbohydrates are sugar. Uh, a potato is just like a spoonful of sugar to your body. It, it converts starch to sugar immediately. Um... So we, we burn sugar, which is wrong. That's what causes all the problems. When you get into ketosis, your body will start burning fat for energy. That's the real shift. And that's what, you know, people are just amazed about. You feel better. You have more energy. You can think clearer. There are a lot of benefits to it. Okay.
0: Well, I greatly appreciate the information and... uh I'm going to
3: give it a try. There you go. And once you're going through the course, if you have any more questions, by all means, give me a call. I'm looking at the clock. I'm going to take us into the break. When we come back, we're going to get to more of your calls and questions. If you're, in- interested, if you're interested in the keto diet, I do have a course online that teaches you exactly how to do it. Go to the website, letstruck.com. Look under the University tab. You'll see Let's Truck University. We have lots of courses in there. It's called Keto Jumpstart. Check it out. It really is. Uh, it's amazing, but it's not a miracle. It's just real food. It's just the way we are supposed to eat. We've just been lied to for so long we forgot. I'll be right back. Stick around. I'm Kevin Rutherford.
10: 19 CMC live, live seminar, seminar the biggest, baddest educational event dedicated to the trucking industry. This event takes place September 17th through the 21st at the Mid-America Center in Council Bluffs, Iowa. This five-day seminar focuses solely on the unique challenges and opportunities that truck drivers face every day, not only on the job, but in all facets of life. Learn from the industry's top leaders, network with fellow drivers, and start running more effective and profitable businesses. Spots are filling up fast. Don't miss this opportunity to to take action on your business, your life, and your future. Together, we can help you master the journey. Register online at Let'sTruck.com or call our tri-care team at 855-800-FUEL with any questions.
1: That's 855-800-3835. Hey, hey Audio world listener, what is your profit per, per mile? mile? How about, about your cost per mile or even your bottom line? line? Stop, driving Stop driving blind and, and know your numbers. numbers. Profit Gages is absolutely simple bookkeeping specifically for owner-operators. Have
2: instant access to business tax reports that will help you increase your profits and keep your money in your pocket where it belongs. Sign up for Profit Gages today and take advantage of our
3: 30-day free trial. Know your numbers and master the journey. Visit our website at Let'sTruck.com or call our Tricare team at 855-800-FUEL. That's 855-800-3835.
6: Get yours today at Let'sTruck.com or call our TriCare team at 855-800-FUEL. That's 855-800-3835.
7: Let Fuel Gauges help you master the journey. Visit our website at letstruck.com or call Tribe Care Team at 855-800-FUEL. That's 855-800-3835.
3: Welcome back. I'm Kevin Rutherford. We're down to the final segment. I'm going to get right back to the phone calls. If you dial right now, we might be able to squeeze one more call in. I'm going to head off to Georgia. Jessica, welcome to the program.
11: Hi, Kevin. Thanks for taking
3: my call. You're welcome. What can I help you with tonight?
11: Uh, My question tonight is based around team drivers. Um, With the... Rates increasing the way they are now, in your opinion, do you see a higher demand for team drivers?
3: Yeah, I, I think there, we're going to see some trends happening, um, and, and it has more to do with ELDs and our industry changing in manufacturing, um, but there's a lot of things that are coming together that I think we're going to see some changes. Um, the demand for drivers will be a big part of why we see this change. I think we're going to see more um, relay-type line haul loads where drivers are able to get home more often. So single drivers, we're going to see more opportunities where they're not going to be gone for weeks at a time because that's a big issue. And then I think the a lot of the... Freight that would require that is going to demand more teams. So, you know, where we put ELDs in place, which limit the amount of time somebody can drive more than it used to, because we used to cheat a lot, let's at least be honest about it. Um, But there's still freight that needs to get places quick. In fact, we're moving in the other direction. Nobody wants to wait for anything. I, I have been in places on this trip uh, when I was in Fort Worth parked in an RV park, I was able to order something from Amazon and get it in the same day, not not overnight. I got it in the same day. That's becoming more and more common. So the whole supply chain is changing, and I think with all the changes, I think we will see more demand for team drivers.
11: Okay, great. Also, I have one more question. Um, Is there any companies that you could recommend as far as team drivers, or would you recommend more so going with the owner-operator sector?
3: Oh, now there's two totally different questions in there, so let me answer the first one. I really don't make recommendations (laughs) on carriers. Um, There are a couple exceptions. I work very closely with Landstar, so occasionally – You'll hear me recommend an owner operator consider Landstar, um, a couple carriers that I really like that I just partner with, but you won't really hear me kind of recruiting for them. They're just they're good companies, uh, mostly owner operator stuff. so no I to answer that question, I really don't make recommendations and I used to many, many years ago, and it didn't work out. It, there no matter how good a company is, things change, or a company that I think is good isn't right for you. It and so it, it was just not something that worked out really well when I did it, so I just stopped doing it. Now you threw a whole nother wrench into the conversation, um, which is becoming an owner operator. Now that's not like a casual question it's not like oh well should i go drive for this company or should i become a business owner uh, that requires a lot of thought and and effort and work and it's not something i would take lightly is that something you're considering
11: well right now my husband and i team drive for a company um but we are contemplating on if we wanted to do a lease with the company or if we wanted to go ahead and let get me, our own truck and start as owner-operator.
3: Well, let me ask you this. Why would you lease from a carrier? Why would you do a lease purchase?
11: You know, that's the question. Um, just probably for the low cost and maintenance.
3: What low cost and maintenance? Why do you think there's a low cost and maintenance on a lease purchase?
11: Uh, that's just you know what we 're throwing around right now, if we wanted oh. to do that yeah. instead well, of going straight towards no. just getting our own
3: No, I understand truck and just going I, I, that route I understand, and I 'm trying to help you think about it correctly, because if you 're under the impression that a lease purchase would give you a low cost of maintenance, that 's an incorrect impression, and it will get you in trouble. If you sign a lease purchase deal tomorrow and that truck drops an engine the next day, technically that's your repair. Now, because it's a walk away, you would probably walk away from that lease, but those repairs are your responsibility. So there is no way does it lower your maintenance cost to be in a lease purchase. In fact, if anything, it's the opposite. If I own the truck and I get to make all of the decisions— which tires I buy, when I buy them, when I do service work, if I do an oil sample or not. I can lower my cost of maintenance by managing it properly. But when I'm in a lease purchase and I'm forced, no, you can't buy tires until this and these are the only tires we let you buy. Well, that can raise my maintenance cost. They make me, in most lease purchases, they will make you put money into a maintenance reserve account. And you don't always get to choose how to spend that. So I'm not saying you shouldn't think about becoming an owner-operator. What I want you to do is not make the same mistake most people make. Let's go back to the original question because lower maintenance cost was not a good answer. Why would you do a lease purchase? And I'm I'm asking this specific question for a reason to get you to an answer.
11: And I'm sorry, it's not necessarily lease on onto a it's more so leasing onto a company more than leasing through a company if that makes any sense
3: Well, yeah, it does. You mean you would go so buy our own you would go buy your own truck, not lease purchase it from the carrier
11: correct. And I'm sorry, I've probably said that incorrectly.
3: No, we we use the terms. We we need better terms in this industry because we use them in different ways. Because if you go buy your own truck, you do lease it to a carrier. When you're in a lease purchase, you lease the truck from the carrier or from its third-party leasing division, and then you lease it back to them to move freight. So it does get confusing. Um, So, good. Forget the lease purchase idea. If you have the ability to go buy your own truck, that's what you should do, is go buy your own truck if you want to become an owner-operator. I I would do some homework. There's a lot to learn, a lot to know. I have the course that I teach online, but uh, we're four weeks into a 16-week class right now, so we won't be doing another one for a while. Um, You can go on my website, and you can buy that program in an audio uh, and video version, so you could start to to learn that way. Um, Better yet, you could come to the CMC this September, and there's no place else that you're going to be able to get that much information about buying a truck and getting started right.
11: Okay, great. Thank you so much for that. I
3: appreciate it. You're welcome. Speaking of the, uh, you know what, let me try taking uh, a last call here. Russell in Arkansas, welcome to the program. Hey, Kevin,
9: how are you doing tonight?
3: Good. What's on your mind?
9: Hey, I'm an independent, one truck, one trailer, and my detention times are getting ridiculous, like 40 hours a week. Uh, this load here was 11 hours of driving and it's 16 hours of detention.
3: Oh, and I'm having a
9: hard time collecting. What options do we have out there? That's, I mean, this is that's excessive detention.
3: That's awful. I mean, that is beyond excessive. Um, what is the going rate if you do get paid? 30 bucks an hour. Oh, that's awful too. That's what
9: the brokers are claiming.
3: Now, what kind of freight is this?
9: It's ingredients. Uh, I won't mention any companies just to keep it off the radio, but it's uh, mainly dog food ingredients.
3: Oh, so is this bulk like hopper bottom stuff? And yeah,
9: hop, hopper freight.
3: So that's not a segment. I,
9: mean, I could be three three hours to get loaded and out.
3: Yeah, that that's not a oh, segment sorry. I follow real close. So I haven't been paying attention to it. It is it not as busy as the rest of the industry right now?
9: No, it's busy. It's just uh it's this, it's the warehouses. They want us to either they don't have enough room or the product's not ready. When you show up well, so you gotta sit for four hours and wait yeah, for them to make it. Here, here's and, what
3: I mean <laughs> about demand though. If if you tried to hold a freight truck up at a dock for sixteen hours on one load today, would never happen. And nobody's gonna settle for thirty bucks an hour. Not for that kind of detention. So okay. I, I I think I wish I had more time. Maybe you can call back um, later this week and we can go into more depth, but I think you're going to have to look around at where you're getting your freight building relationships and really tweaking this. And again, I wish I had more time or maybe just get out of that segment if it's that bad. But I I would like to explore that with you if we had more time. But I've got to go. Be safe. Be profitable. Be fit and healthy. Always do the hard work and master the journey.